Join our elder Kent Seaman as he talks about the need for water. My topic is the need for water. Come with me as I take you on a journey. We look over our island Bermuda. What do we see? From the time we leave our houses, we see the beauty of the Lord and clear water all around. What a blessing it is to breathe in fresh air. And for some people, walking on our clean, pink, sandy beaches. Many locals and visitors love putting their feet in the water. They can see their feet through the clear ocean seas. I've heard many people talking about swimming in water, lakes, and streams overseas. Well, all I can say is, I'm not putting my feet in any water where I can't see my body parts right through the ocean. Back to breathing in fresh air. To think Bermuda was on lockdown where we couldn't even walk on our beautiful beaches or breathe in fresh air. Fresh air that we need to keep our health in order. This privacy was taken away from us. So many of God-given freedoms were taken away. There was a long time ago, I recall my father, my brother, my dad's friend, and I picked up our fishing supplies and headed out in my dad's little boat. We left Riddles Bay Dock and ended up on the edge of Dockyard. We were hoping to fill the boat with many fish. But to our surprise, the weather went from calm waters to rough seas. I was young at the time, and well, the boat wasn't made to take that amount of water, not much rough seas. I'm so glad that my dad was a great navigator. We pulled the anchor, and my dad headed straight into the waves. My dad's friend was at the back of the boat, bailing all the water out that entered the boat. But when you go through waves like that, Surely something's going to come over the bow. Something's going to come over to sides. But he was in the back, fighting for his life and bailing. I won't call his name. But dad was standing up all that time while I held on to the boat. The water we are in was full of sharks. We had to cut across the open water to get into the calm seas. It was like the fishermen in the Bible. Praying, Lord, help us. Please keep us safe from these rough seas. I believe that was the last time I went out in that area. We made it all the way into the calm waters where we could fish safely. God, he was there the whole time. Let us get into the message. My topic is once again, the need for water. The scripture is from John 4, 7 to 15. And John 7, 37 and 38. The scripture verses I would like to highlight before we get into the sermon today are John 4, 7 through 10. Here beginneth the reading of God's holy word. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. Eight. And his disciples were gone away to the city to buy meat. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it? That thou, being a Jew, ask a drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria. 
for the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knowest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Here ended the reading for thus far. My three points are, point number one, the thirst. Point number two, the fluid. Point number three, the filling. Point number one, the thirst. The word thirst right away means someone is in trouble. Your body is starting to get dehydrated. It's been said that we should not wait until we are thirsty to drink water. We should constantly drink water throughout the day. From the internet, it says that average person can live about three days without drinking any water. However, the hot days and working outside in the sun can change the outcome and cut the time to less than three days without water. John 4, 9-10 says, Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, asked a drink of me, which am a Samaritan? For the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knowest the gift of God, and who it is that said to thee, Give me to drink. Thou wouldst have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. I'm so glad that Jesus didn't worry about what area or tribe she was from. If I may give an example from my job. One day I was working on a main road, repairing a main water main, and a passerby saw me working. I didn't know it at the time, but he went to the shop and picked up a bottle of water and a juice for me. I looked up, and there he was standing with the bag. I thanked him for the blessing. I was wet from my head to my feet. We never know who's watching us in life journey. John 4, 13 and 14 says, Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water, springing up into everlasting life. The water she gave was temporary. You would need to come back again and again. But the water that Jesus gave was a gift, eternal, the living water. This water is not something any person can draw from a well, even if they wanted to. This is why I pray we all find ourselves reaching for the living water. Point number two, the fluid. John 7, 37 and 38 says, In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. 38, He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. So it is in the natural, so it is in the spiritual. I looked at the many different types of palm trees. They all have what it takes to go through storms and bad weather. 
you can learn a lot from a palm. I saw a picture of a palm tree that had fallen down near the ocean. Note in the picture, although the palm tree had fallen to the ground, it still had its roots connected to the ground and it was still reaching up to the sunlight and continued to grow. If the Lord can let the palm tree live on, how much more can we as children of God live on? Another example I recall. I recall when we at the job are looking for missing water in our water system. We often find a tree root has completely surrounded our main pipeline. It is getting fluid from the cool water main. Recently, I found a large root that had caused a crack in our water main. And to our surprise, the water pressure had cut a hole right through the root. I have a little sample of what it looks like. You see those holes there? That's the water pressure that burnt right through the root. Almost like you want to squeeze me and crack me? I'm going to give you some. It cut right through that root. My Lord, this brings us back to our day-to-day journey. Sometimes people try to pressure us to see if we will break. As Christians, we reach out to the life-giving fluid, the word, to strengthen ourselves. The word of the Lord can give us the tools we need to overcome what we go through in life. Point number three, the filling. John 4, 11 and 12 says, The woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence thou hast that living water, art thou greater than our father Jacob? which gave us the well and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle. A little bit to know about wells. First, we have to find a good place for the well. Did you know that in years past, wells had to be cut out by cotton underground? There was much to be put in place. If the ground was too soft, one would have to build around the walls of the well to dig down into the water. As you get deeper underground, someone has to be up top pulling up the debris from the well. Note, someone also is in the well, digging it out to make sure to get to the depth of the water they want. As it is in the well, the top layer will be the freshest water. As they go deeper into the well, it gets salty. If you look into the past pictures, you would see that all wells had a wall built around them. There are a few reasons for this. Reason number one, to stop one from falling in the well. Number two, also, it is the rainwater cannot allow the mud to run into the well after they dug it. It cost them a lot of money to drink a well for a family and a cattle and survive on. So none of that mud will get into the well after they have cleaned it out. And number three, most wells would have a roof built over it and a crossbar for pulling up the buckets of water. In the text, the woman was thinking about the water given from the well. But Jesus had a greater drink for her, one that would fill her life like no other could. I'm so thankful 
that this living water is for whosoever will, the lift the gift of God. In these last days, we as Christians need that water, a water springing up into everlasting life. In John 4, 13 to 15, 13, Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up in everlasting life. The woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. The Samaritan woman had been through the land. She had many male friends. She had done it all. But no man could give her what Jesus gave her that great day. In John 4.14, the word springing up refers to the continuous upward movement, never ending, fresh overflowing gift straight from the Lord, renewed moment by moment, food for everyone who received this gift. May God bless you. God bless you, Elder Seaman. I, I was on the springing up. You had me on edge there, sir. Amen. God bless you. The springing up. What if, what if, amen, what if what we presented to the world did just what Elder Seaman did to me? Put me on edge, ready to go more and ready to say, I want more of that water. Amen. Let's put our hands together for, amen, our head Elder Kent Seaman. God bless you in your delivery of the word. Um, you teased me there for a moment, man. I was, I was still running. I was like, okay, we're springing, we're springing. And it's for the whosoever will. And you know what I did? I did. I was one of the whosoever will. Very picturesque. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I looked at that picture of that beautiful plant, the um, palm tree. That was a message right there. My God. When somebody thinks that you're, you're, you're straight out. And, and, and you're bent over and, and you're finished. All you need is a little bit of water. Lord have mercy. All you need, just listen. Get me near a little bit of water. All right. Before the notes, let me just, uh, and he won't mind. He ain't going to divorce me for this, but I got to tell you, listen, when I'm going through, just get me to where the water is flowing. Come on, somebody. Huh? If I may inject something else. Yes, sir. The, the amazing part about that, that tree is so close to the ocean and the ocean salty, but its roots are just in the layer of water, which is just oh, above the soil. I'm taking a run right, so, right here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's, Thank it's you, Jesus. Feeding. It's feeding on the fresh layer. So yes, sir. There's a fresh water there. Yes. It's, if the root find it, it can survive. Lord, and the root is surviving. Hey, 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 you know what that tells me, Alda and everybody? That tells me that those of us who have been in this Christian world, come on, somebody, you've been in this Christian way for a little bit of time. Come on, come on for more than a minute. It's because you have found that top layer of fresh water. I'm telling you the freshness of it. And biologically, come on, Doc, you know it. 
The cells need a certain amount of water, not salt water. The cells must have that plasma, that natural water flow, come on, uh, in order to rot right. If those cells don't have enough water, they lose the ability in the nucleus to operate right. So if I may just add to my beloved's message that when we get the water from the top layer, that everything else is filtered out and we get what we need to receive in order to go at least three days. Can somebody say three days? I know some of you picked up on that. Come on now. You think that it's just by chance? Come on. That God said, I'm going to let you survive off of water at least three days, three days, three days, three precious days. And I tell you what, that y'all Friday to Sunday. Come on, somebody. Huh? That, that's our going through that after this, we're going to be more than a conqueror. Glory to glory. That's right, deaconess, for the living water of the spirit. Don't talk about now, you know, I'm like, he don't mess me up. Showed us that. What was it? A branch thing? Piece of wood? Depression? Yes. Take another look. Yes, sir. Be closer. By stop your nonsense. Look at that. What that water went right through. So talk to me a minute, Alda, because I, you know me, I want to make sure. So the water, talk to me about that again. I want to get that clear. Okay, let's get a little deeper. Yes, that sir. root was actually grown next to the cool main. As the cool water is in the pipeline, the brown being warm, it sweats. So the tree, no survival. Oh. So it's actually absorbing that moisture off the man. So, 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 Alda, are you telling me that it's, watch it now, church, watch it. I'm about to run again. Watch, it's growing from the overflow then? Yes, so the sweat, there's overflowing on the pipe, the sweat. Your nonsense. What? That's the anointing, you know, Alda. The anointing makes the difference. But the amazing part is, too, it's grown so fast, it choked the man. That's what caused the leak. Oh. So once it took the man, because it, it took its space away from him. Yes. The, the man must have just said, look, I can't take this. You're squeezing me too tight. I'm letting so it breaks. So it cracked. So you have a water man's break. That's what, I, that's what it came from. Okay, a simple foster, little tree Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So just before you continue. So church, don't tell every church, but I'm going to tell Shekinah. We are looking for a Holy Ghost water man's break. That, that we're able to burst asunder any type of hard metal pipe because of the pressure of the water. Am I right about that, Alda? Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm telling you, I know that's right. I know that's right. I saw it. I saw it. Amen. Glory to God. You want to tell me something else about that? Because I can see it's like they got something to say. Yes, it was a particular area. The trees were so aggressive and breaking the means, we had to abandon the man. It was an old-fashioned, old-fashioned man. Ooh. And we had so many leaks there, it was too costly. So okay. we replaced it with a new one where it couldn't go in there and mess with it. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, so let me pick on you right there. Could it be that the elder is now sharing with us, listen to this, a key in our sanctification process that if we continue to grow by the water of the Holy Spirit and break old habits, come on, somebody and break those things that are around us that thought that they had a hold of us. No, by the Holy Ghost, we've got a hold of you. And we will keep, my Lord, we, I'm going to run, watch it now. We will keep on growing in the, come on, that's right, superintendent, strong holds are 
broken. Shekinah worship center. Yet in the year 2021, I want you to understand that strongholds, I believe this is a message, a message straight from the throne room of glory. Don't you miss it. That stronghold, God is saying, I hear a prophetic call that strongholds are being broken. I don't know who's watching on Facebook, but I want you to look yourself in your own mirror sometime tonight and tell yourself the stronghold is broken by the pressure of the flowing of the water of the Holy Spirit. Wow. The anointing, the overflow, come on. It, it flows down from Aaron's beard. Duck, that's your favorite scripture, Alda. Uh-huh. Yes, and, and that's what you see happening here. Yes, sir. You, you just mm-hmm. go ahead and wipe that overflow. You go right ahead. That, that, that the anointing is flowing, <laughs> is flowing down. Amen. Now, now, Shekinah, I don't know if you see it, but you've got a pastor and spouse husband here and you see how we can work off each other and bless each other in the kingdom god is about to do a marvelous work and i feel it thus wise out of semen i don't want you to uh, uh have gotten anything else and not shared it uh before i go into the chat anything else that was just so precious wow wow i can see it i'm good i let you <laughs> i was keeping short but there's a lot of meaning to shortness Oh yeah, there's a there's a beef ribs, sir. Short beef ribs. I'm kind of wanting short beef ribs. All right, all right, that's good. <laughs> wow. And that's let me say, church. This is what we must do when we hear the word of God through any preacher. Understand that because it's God's divine timing, that there is so much in it that we can feast on. And I was going to say this to Alda. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that because of the water mains breaks, God has employed you. Because you I have to say, yeah, talk to me. You're, you're bringing it out of me. You're bringing it out of me. <laughs> and when it's saying that, I was thinking to find this leak, sometimes they don't surface. We have a list in the whites, like a scoop that we put on our ears. So it, it's like in the spiritual, we're listening. To find a problem. So once we find a problem, we dig it up and repair it. Same yes. in the natural and the spiritual. When you said that earlier, I said, Don, Don, they said that's what was in my scripture, the natural and the spiritual. So we have to go find the problem. You don't always know where it is. But once we locate it, we call a machine to dig it up. Yes. And repair it so we can get back on track. So those fluids are now retained back in our system. And, 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 and this is what I certainly realized out of semen, that it's usually, watch this church, catch this church, catch it. It's usually in the quiet hours that he goes out. Come on, I know I'm working it. I know, I know I'm working it. It's in the quiet hours when you and I are in our bed and the late that he's walking up and down certain streets in Hamilton or wherever because the traffic has died down and he's able to hear, come on, somebody. He's able to hear more clearly, less distractions. Superintendent, you said, he that hath an ear, let him hear. Come on, my God, my God. We thank you for that out of semen. And you You're know- You're bringing it all up, you brought it all up. I know, I'm just, just that way. I'm like a little and troublemaker. Isn't, isn't that so much like the spirit? It's yes, in the quiet is. times when he speaks to us and we're listening. Come when on. there's too much distractions around us, you can't focus sometimes. 
That's you got to right. get that quiet closet time and maybe in your bed. Mm-hmm. Could be sitting in your car outside and getting it from him. Amen. And sometimes it takes quiet times to hear. That's right. Because you're hearing down deep, you see, in your soul, in the under the ground. You know, amazing. I'll say this analogy and then we'll continue. That many times we look at the surface things, but we don't appreciate the deep. <laughs> and I'm telling you, church, we are striving for the deep. Deep calleth unto deep. And, and see, get the lesson also. I knew it was more deep in, in, in outer just now. And all I did was call for it by the spirit. Hallelujah. That's what we do. Iron, sharpen it. Iron. Because the message that God gave him, it just magnified itself. Wow. Love the tree. Love the, the two. I'm like, look at him. Well, I ain't got no tools. I ain't got no demonstration. The brother came. My Lord. God bless you, Elder Seaman. <laughs> I'm going to love Edison this. I'm going to have fun. Hey, man. To God be the glory. Great things he hath done. Certainly, Elder Seaman, may God continue to bless you as you continue to listen. Um, listen keep on listening because uh, I'm out here. So there's going to be more need for you there. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So keep on listening. <laughs> keep on listening. And know that you have blessed us tonight. And that certainly because of your labor, uh, your work, uh, that God will continue to bless you. And I am blessed and proud, uh, godly proud to compliment you tonight and to thank you for your commitment and your effort and your confidence. There you are operating old technology by yourself. We've come a long way. Hallelujah. <laughs> God bless you real good. And I know you also want to thank Destiny for. Yes. She's a great help. Typed it out. Actually, anything else you want to add to it? At the ninth hour, I added another page. But she was working with me. I'm thankful <laughs> for her. And she was, she was mad about it. She was calm as ever about it. Yes, said anything you need, Daddy. So. <clears throat> yes, you need to clear your throat right there. <laughs> I didn't put it in the binder, but I told it's fine. It's labeled <laughs> one through. So yes. I said, I don't need little, as I use, flip it over. It's fine. It worked yes. out beautiful. She did call for instructions to me. Mama, how do you do this? I said, Destiny, you will not be able to figure it out. I cannot walk you through this process. Boy, she was going to go. I'm sharing with the whole church, whole world. She was going to go town. And her day said, no, no need for that. She was like, I need to get this done. Um, so we're grateful. And let me say, just grateful for the girls and their support. Amen. One more time, if you would bless me by putting your hands together for my husband, our elder Kent Seaman. Delicious. And now I can I can breathe a sigh of relief as the wife. <laughs> he did very well. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you again. Amen. <laughs>